So for this uh, particular podcast, we are going to be speaking to some of the crew of Rain in Racing. You might have seen them on Twitter. Um, they're a community of uh, young writers and bloggers that are in love with horse racing. And we're going to try and to try and get to know a bit more about them during this podcast. So I'm going to come to Nee first, um, who... Uh, who's uh, one of the more established members of Rainer in Racing, and just to ask where it all began. So, Aniv, who um, who started Rainer in Racing, and, and how did you discover it? Well, initially, it was set up by um, Evie and Lois, who I think just came up with the idea because they thought it would be a good idea to come up with a kind of a platform for young writers with that passion for racing to put their... Um, put their articles onto and so I think I saw the account because they'd been sharing their stuff um, and the application to get involved and so I thought oh, it'd be a good thing for me to do because I was really interested in um, writing and horse racing as well so I applied for it and then um, yeah it was just us three for I'd say probably only a couple of weeks until then Sam joined but um yeah, it was initially set up just with that in mind to give young writers that extra platform to promote themselves onto and just get more experience. No, it's it's definitely it sounds like a good way to get started. I know I I took a different route to get my um like uh, journalism career kick started, but if I was maybe starting out afresh, that would be something that I I would look at joining joining maybe like a community of um writers how, how did it start for you sam how did you get involved with rain and racing um so i've always really enjoyed writing and um my mum saw the tweet on twitter like with me the application and i thought well i may as well go for it i love horse racing and i've always wanted a career in horse racing since i've been little and i thought well maybe i can incorporate a hobby of writing with racing as well and it's just kind of shot off from there uh, well, that's 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 good that you uh, saw that and you uh, got to join them. Um, I'll come to you. Can, any of you can take the floor on this particular question. Uh, do you think that Rain in Racing has really been able to establish itself on like uh, in the racing community as like the number one place to go to for for young writers? I I would say it is. I would say that a lot of people that um, I, I see on Twitter and other forms of social media, they always come to you guys if they want to get like young young people's points of view. Would, would you say that re- racing needs like a young group of writers to come together? Um, I'd really like to think that and racing is really kind of leading the, um, the flow of young new, new writers um, because it's something we all believe is absolutely crucial. And I think we're kind of, we're just, we're just writing because it's our passion kind of thing. And we're talking about racing and it's always amazing when people kind of come and say to us like, what do you guys think about this? Because it feels like we're being noticed and kind of, it is going to be, racing is typically a sport that's more associated with older people. And to have, it's kind of getting that attention of being people kind of with that interest and trying to get into the industry. I think it's it's really nice for us and like we've been very lucky that Ed Chamberlain has um had a lot of interest in our work and um and with kind of various members of ITV as well. So we've been lucky to get 
to be able to get out onto that wider platform so people know it and people see it as see it as a good thing really that we're all getting involved yeah, I definitely think that's a really good that uh, Ed Chamberlain's kind of been able to notice your notice your work. Um, would you say that that that's kind of been key to your success, getting like some some key well established names in the industry to to take notice of you guys? Because it sounds like obviously both of you want to kind of make a career in the sport on the on the journalism side of things potentially. Uh, do you think that to move forward, you need to have connections with these people to to get anywhere in the game you know it's just it's getting that wider spread of um viewers and getting more people aware of us and obviously um to have that support from people who are already established in the industry and who kind of have that wider fan base it is really useful and also it's just it's really really um great to know that you know, we've got these people seeing our work and, you know, kind of keeping an eye out for us as well. It's really, it's quite, um, it's really like boosting, you know, because it just, it kind of gives everyone that little nudge to say, you are doing the right thing, you are going in the right direction. And um, yeah, I mean, it'd be really great to have maybe more connections to people um, who are already set up in the industry. Um, and I think that will just, hopefully, that will just come with time and, you know, more people becoming aware of the site. Yeah, I, I, I think I think it is important to you guys to continue to grow and develop. Um, I'll maybe ask Sam on this particular question. Obviously, Sam, I've seen some of your work with your writing and that, and I'll say I really enjoy reading your pieces. Um, do, do you think that if you're going to, go forward in the industry you need to have joined a group like Rainer in racing because like we already were saying some of these people have already picked up on your work and and do you think this will be able to help you for your career opportunities in journalism I definitely do think so because I mean the guy the whole team at Rainer Racing are amazing I love doing our little podcast with them we always have such a laugh and it's it's really nice to have a support network like me and Eve talk all the time like about our articles we're doing and all that kind of thing and um it's just nice to be surrounded by people of similar age that kind of know about racing because my friends that I'm with like at school and stuff they didn't have a clue no. but it's always nice to speak to somebody of the same age and then and it, I feel like it will help me as I kind of try to get into um like get into a racing career kind of thing because people know about us and we're all kind of working together. We're all getting it out there. And then if I suppose it, I don't know, it's kind of set. I don't want to say sets me above someone else if I was looking for a job because it might not, but like that kind of thing. It's just, I've, I've always been doing it and I've kind of got proof I've done it kind of thing. Yeah. And, and Neve, is that something you've had like with Sam, like a lot of maybe your friends like that you, that you know from like school and, and, like in your immediate environment, they're they're not really. I'm not sure if you're from a racing background, but they're they're not that involved in racing. And it's like meeting people like Sam that you've been able to engage with like different people. Because I know for myself, I don't come from a racing family. Uh, talking to racing to most people I know in the flesh is normally talking a foreign language. Um, but have have you been able to identify with the, what Sam said there about like 
it's important to engage with other people of similar age and racing when like a lot of people you might not normally associate with um yeah definitely i think that was much more the case when i was at school i mean i could have bored my friends for hours just going on about this amazing race that was over at the weekend and they just stare at me blankly like we have no idea what you're talking about but um no i think finding rain is in and finding it's like it's like having a support network as well because everyone's going through the same thing and it's just, you know, we're all giving each other feedback and everything and um, we've all got the same interests. We've got the same goals and just to have that network there of people that you can talk to and, and to make it fun as well, you know, because it's just, it's really, really nice to have friends that yeah. with that similar interest. No, I, I agree because... Like I said, like, I, I, I didn't, I didn't, when I got into racing, have really many friends or hardly anyone I knew, knew anything about racing. But then when I got into the industry and that, I was able to talk to, talk to loads of different people. And eventually like, I've been able to form like a lot of new friends just through the sport. And it's great. And racing's become my life. Um, now I'm, I'm pretty much involved with it every day and it's my job. But um moving forward for your career ambitions i'll come to you first sam where where would you like to end up going in your career if you want to work in racing would you like to be a written journalist would you like to be a broadcast journalist venture between the two and do you think to get there you might need to do some journalism courses at college or uni or or um or just do more experience in the industry where, where, how do you think you have to progress to get to where you want to go and so I want to be a written journalist as well as kind of working on ITV. That's my big dream. And then maybe have an amateur jockey's license on the side. I've still not kind of given up on that hope yet. But um, I feel like, I think I'm not, I definitely will do like um, journalism at college um, and do my A-levels. And then it's just kind of the next step because I could go to uni and have do a uni course or I could kind of be more hands-on in the industry and kind of have that little advantage of being working in there for a little for a longer time but a couple of years yet to decide I just kind of know which way I want to go though. Uh, and how about for you Neve? Have, have you thought about studying journalism to get to where you want to go to or, or you're not looking on a journalism path? Um. Well, my dream would be to go down the broadcast journalism route. Um, so I'm currently on my gap year. I finished my A-levels last year and I'm about to, um, I've got a place um, to study English literature in September. Um, and I just, I basically, I think not coming from a racing background, it's been quite important for me um, to get that insider experience um, on racing from the perspective of working in a yard. So mm -hmm. I've been, I've, ha I've got a part-time position um, with Heather Main um, yeah. currently, which has been absolutely just the most amazing experience. It's just fascinating to see, you know, how, how racing works from that inside perspective. Um, mm. And, you know, you build up that connection with the horses and you get to go and, you know, when you see them run, it's just, it's completely different to just watching um, a normal horse race but um, no I think um, just that as well as you know um, producing the podcast um, writing articles and I'm currently doing an online course 
in journalism while we're on lockdown um just to you know add to my cv just boost my own experience and give myself the best possible opportunities going forward to you know become a prime candidate for you know my dream job uh, yeah, well, it sounds like you're doing the right things, and I, I think that's a really good idea that you've managed to get some experience uh, behind the stable or working at Heaven Mains, doing some work there. Because, I mean, I haven't. I would love to maybe done a little bit more on that side. And every time I go to a to a yard, I always get excited more than probably even going to the race course. I just think going to a yard and seeing the horses up close and seeing how they all operate and and they train the horses i think it's brilliant and you really get to understand it rather than just sitting at home watching it on the telly or even going to the race course as well you really get more of an appreciation for the sport i'll come now about maybe some challenges for you guys because obviously it's quite a competitive world out there there's a lot of similar minded people that want the jobs that you want i'll come to sam on this question first what would you say the main challenges that could be potentially holding you back against potential other rivals for the jobs that you want um i suppose like you say there's a lot of people that kind of want to that are doing the same thing like when you look on twitter there's those people writing articles and that kind of thing i suppose for me um at the minute it's just producing content that's that's different and that other people maybe haven't thought of and getting interviews with people because that's interviews are my favorite thing to write and i love doing those so the more of them the better in my opinion for me um, but like with my schedule and people get into horse racing thing, I just kind of want to write more things like that because I'm obviously not going for a job at the minute, but it's like getting, just writing things that people maybe haven't seen before and just kind of doing that little thing to kind of set you above everybody else. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Um, I won't give away my mentor on air, but my mentor said uh, that if you want to succeed, um in journalism you've got to stand out from the crowd crowd and be different and if you can do that you, you stand a real chance what would you say for you uh neve is probably your greatest challenge if you want to succeed in the industry i would agree with sam i'd say just keeping keeping the content that you're producing fresh you know coming up with new things maybe trying something a bit different and just not being able to you know not being afraid of taking a risk with what you're producing. Um, I mean, I my latest article was something that I have been working on for so long and um, I just, I was kind of uncertain about doing anything with it because I just thought, will anyone read this? You know, is it really, um, is it gonna be that interesting or are people gonna find it a little bit like, would they zone out it? Because it's a lot of um, statistics that I've produced but um no it's just I think just staying relevant and um you know coming up with different things to, to talk about because you know I think it's quite tricky because when you've got a lot of um current news going on especially with um you know instances like when the wit when the wit debate is relevant and when everyone's talking about it, it's very difficult to come up with something new about it that someone's going to read, you know, that's going to make your work stand out. So I'd say that's probably the most difficult thing. Uh, I think you're right. When It's interesting, maybe moving away from yourselves, talking about like young people in general, you, you've just mentioned the whip there. 
Do you think it's issues like that? I'll come to Neve on this one to keep the question going. Um, do you think it's important that, for example, like the whip's going to be a big deal for like young people in racing if they want to follow the sport or not? Because obviously it's probably the biggest controversial issue the sport's got at the moment, at least in the welfare department. Do, do you think they're going to need to get that right to attract young people um, into racing? Um, I think it's quite a it's quite a delicate topic because I think it's just making sure people know the facts properly about it because I understand it from a safety point of view. Um, and obviously, as a racing fan, the horse welfare is the most important thing. Um, I think just education is the way forward, just making sure that people know that the whip is you know, it's padded. It's more for the sound rather than anything else. Um, but no, I think I think it is important to address these issues if you want to introduce these new fans because I know that a lot of my friends from school when I've said about, you know, going racing and why would they not want that, an interest in that sport? It's been a lot of issues such as the whip that has been holding them back. But I think... Once you understand the use of it, and you know all of the all of the um, the procedures that are in place, those the all of the rules that jockeys have got about the use of the whip. I think once people know about that and just how much thought has gone into it, I think um, it should hopefully um, just allow more people to be more open to having that interest in racing. And, and what about you, Sam? Would you say welfare is the biggest issue that m- maybe off-puts younger people getting into racing? Or do you think there's other issues that, that could be uh, more dangerous to young people getting involved? And Or what do you think racing does well, if it does anything in particular to attract younger people? So I think because the Grand National is kind of the race, it's the most popular race, really. It's the one people that wouldn't normally watch racing watch. And a lot that it does look like a scary thing for the horses to be doing. The fences are massive. They have the, obviously the whip still there, and then there are often fatalities. Um, but like you said, I am an, a huge advocate for education because I feel like if people have got all the information, they can then make the right decision, and they can. But, but people don't know these things. People don't know that Aintree's put in a whole veterinary centre to. Um, just so if anything bad did happen, they could get the horses straight there and be able to treat them straight away. So look like St. R, he pulled through. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty sure he went there. And um, it's just things like that and they, how they've made the fences safer. People don't know this. The public don't know this. And I think racing's got a lot to be proud of. I mean, the diversity in racing. You can be any type of person and go into racing. Um, lady jockeys like Rachel Blackmore, um, Lizzie Kelly, Bridget Andrews, Bronnie Frost. This, I can barely think of any sports where men and women are on a level playing field. And it's just one of those things racing needs to be shouting about because a career in racing is amazing. And you've got all these people that grow up with ponies. Um, and then it could just be, a, people don't know, but it's a, it could be a logical route to then go into racing, being yard staff. There's so many roles in racing that people don't know about. 
and they racing just needs to get the word out there about just how good racing is for everybody for like job roles the day out um because obviously under 18s go free yeah um that's not nearly shouted shout about enough no. um yeah there's a lot for racing to be proud of you just they just need to be we just need to be louder about it yeah i agree with you this is probably a a debate for another podcast maybe we could get you guys on for it um i think there's i think it's all to do with the media coverage personally at the top level in the mainstream media that we need to get to but it's i've tried myself very hard to get it to the top i've spoken to some of the leading people at the bbc to try and get why can't we have more good news racing stories on why is it always negative and i think that is um that's definitely a, a debate that we we need to have uh, as, as racing really we need to try and find a way to make make it popular to the masses because otherwise we're still we're just going to become an ever more niche sport and it's really disappointing that the second most attended sport in britain behind football um it <laughs> the majority of people that go don't have a clue about it um yeah it's, it's such a shame um move, moving forward um what would you say I'll come to Neve on this question and then I'll come to Sam. I'd say, what what would you say that uh, moving forward for racing, young people will need to accept if they want to get into the sport? Do, do they need to accept like um, that the wealth, the welfare is what it is? Um, do, do people need to, to accept that they'll always be betting? Um, do, do you think that people will always have to accept like those issues that may be taboo in society if they want to get in, into racing? Um, I think what people need to accept is that the welfare of the horse will always come first. And, you know, you only need to look at the work that the HA has been doing in the last few years to improve that horse welfare. It's always looking for a way to step up. Um, I think... You know, also another thing that people need to accept is it's, you know, there will always be a path into racing. It's just about finding it because I know that a lot of, um, I think a perception that a lot of people have is that racing is very much an insider sport. You know, you need to have family connections to get into it. And, you know, there's no doubt that that helps, but equally there is always a way into the sport and um, it's just like with anything it's just working hard to find your own way in no it, it's really I, I i agree with you there and and would you say that as well sam that people if it's one of those things that you kind of need to accept that welfare and betting will always be one of the, at the forefronts of racing or do you think racing in the future could maybe move away from those and people will just love the sport for what it is but those issues that maybe do have a negative effect in society were well always they'll always be in racing you can't get away from them i would love it if um everyone could just kind of just accept betting's going to be involved the welfare is going to be involved but i mean it is something that puts people off and like a lot of the press like you say in the media if people get if you look at stories about gambling it's always it's always about like people and you know with, i remember in february there was a story about somebody um gambling and developing quite a problem with gambling through um a company kind of pestering them to get them to bet and 
it was completely about horse racing, but that was all what the photos were. Um, and it just kind of, it makes people think of racing as a bad thing. And it makes people think that if you get involved in racing, you're going to end up having a gambling problem. But really, when you think about it, I was shocked about how many sports you can actually bet on in mm. um, on like odds checker. And I mean, you can do the same on football, but people don't people don't really acknowledge that as much as they do for racing. But I think it's always been a part of it. And I'm quite a traditionalist, I suppose you could say, when I think of this. The whip's always been a part of it. Um, gambling's always, always been a part of racing. The nationals always had 40 runners. It's always been over those fences. And I think it's just one of those things that now everything's kind of changing a bit more in society. People are more vocal about their opinions through social media and that kind of thing. That it's kind of hard for racing to be portrayed in a good light, but it's not getting the support, like you say, from places like the BBC. It's not getting those articles that show how good it is. No. There's not like enough about, say, like with um, Potter's Corner and the amazing life that Christian Williams' racehorses seem to have. And all those lovely little stories that we know happen, they just don't get shared to the wider public unless you know where to look. No, it, it, it's definitely going to have to be a, a debate for another podcast. But there, there, I think there's a, I think we're at a very fine point in racing where it could either go one way or it could go the other. Uh, I, I think racing will always be around, but I think it could become even more isolated than it already is if if it, if these issues aren't tackled and addressed to to hopefully educate. Uh, new audiences into racing but that's all we've got time for uh, in this particular episode but we'd definitely like to have uh, you guys back on again um but yeah uh, if you haven't done so already i would recommend following these guys you can follow them on twitter at uh, rain in racing i believe is the twitter handle and we'll have more podcasts coming out soon